the green flag waves and another great jump by Wade Cunningham. Anna Beatrice tries to make a run to the bottom side, but it looks like Hildebrand and Saavedra are going to grab the second and third spots. Well, not so fast. Anna Beatrice comes storming back to the bottom side of the racetrack. She wants the third spot, but for now it's Wade Cunningham and Sebastian Saavedra as they set up for turn number three. About a one-car length advantage as they set up for the fourth turn. Again, Wade Cunningham out of Auckland, New Zealand, comes to the start-finish line, and he will lead lap one of 67. Nose to tail as they come, and we have a hard hit in turn number four. Two cars get together, T-boned, and they both end up against the outside retaining wall. Now they start to slide back down to the inside grass of the racetrack. Trying to get a visual on the two cars involved. One car heavily damaged. The Delphi safety crew already on the scene. We're looking at the timing and scoring loop to try to get an idea of the two cars that are involved. speed as they get to the start finish line a strong move to the outside by Sebastian Saavedra and he will make quick work of Wade Cunningham and grab the spot into turn number one. First four cars start to check out on the field a little bit that's Saavedra, Cunningham, J.R. Hildebrand and Anna Beatrice. Last year's race winner J.R. Hildebrand right there with him. Now all of a sudden Roman Cini and Anna Beatrice make the pass and as we see that oh Crash, turn number four. Cars into the air, upside down, into the outside retaining wall. There are three cars involved. A car on its side slides to a rest just at the entrance to Pitt Road in almost the same place that Jesse Mason ended up at the end of his crash. Uh, a restart. Turn number four, lap 23. A nice jump by Sebastian Saavedra working on Wade Cunningham as Mario Romancini as they set up for turn number two. Cunningham has the spot for now. Romancini takes a peek to the high side as Saavedra starts to check out a little bit. He has about a four-car length advantage. J.R. Hildebrand and a Beatrice right there along with Daniel Harrington as they stay single file down the back straightaway. Side by side now as we have completed 28 of 67 laps here at Kansas. Now the front four. Let's reach into the bag of cliches and throw out the old throw a blanket over them. The first four cars are running side by side inches apart at the exit of turn number two. This is part of the racing, the kind of racing that's made Kansas Speedway so famous. Now a car glances off the wall, then turn number four will bring out the caution. It's back underway. Roman Cheney is fourth. That move down in turn number two caused Hildebrand to back up, and now he has to deal with Daniel Harrington, who runs in the sixth position. So Hildebrand's going to have to pedal some to get back with that lead pack. Now Roman Cheney starts to pull to the outside of Anna Beatrice. They'll go side by side as they begin to exit turn number two. Cunningham gets a nice run at the exit of turn number two. He wants the bottom of the racetrack, now slides back to the high side. They'll go side by side. He and the leader, Sebastian Saavedra. Cunningham doesn't like the high side. We'll back out a little bit. Anna Beatrice has grabbed the third spot. Again, the front two have checked out a little bit about a 10 car length advantage. And now the five car of Romancini going to take another peek to the high side of Anna Beatrice in turn number two. The battle for the lead goes side by side to the exit of two to Pitt Road and Kevin Olson. Well, the rookie Charlie Kimball just pitted. Uh, they changed the right rear tire 
apparently they thought it was either going down or having a problem with they've changed it but he's going to be a lap down because of it Charlie Kimball and again Gustavo Jakobin not liking the way his car felt after that kiss of the turn four wall he makes his way down pit road and we have another crash in turn number four Patrick Stefan is there one of them is Sean Guthrie we know in the four machine one of them is Sean Guthrie and it looks like the other one might be the 33 car you give me a little idea on that but I think that was a 33 of Pablo Donoso went sliding by but Sean Guthrie also caught up in that. And but he missed him. He, yeah, did, he exactly. didn't make any contact. And one of the uh, Palm Beach International Raceway cars, it was either Kimball or Howard, that got through there unscathed as well. I wonder if when they touched wings, if it cut down that left rear. That's definitely possible. That, that happens so fast. Those wings, those front end plates are so sharp, actually. They, they've changed them over the years to, to round the front of them, but they still cut a tire pretty easily. And that's one of those situations where Pablo didn't give Hitchcliffe enough room. Hitchcliffe tried to go as low as he could, but he was alongside that white line. And and you can't cross that white line, so definitely not Hinchcliffe's fault. 11 laps to go as we cross the start-finish line. Make that 10 laps to go, 57 of 67, as Sebastian Saavedra leads by just a little over a second over Wade Cunningham and Mario Romancini. Anna Beatrice continues to try to track down the leaders. She starts to close in just a little bit, but Martin Plowman, the rookie in that 15 machine, starts to pull up on Bia a little bit. And we have trouble down in turn four, and it looks like maybe Junior Strauss is at the 44 car that's found the wall. It's a red and white car. Cars have to get inside the white line to avoid them. Are there two cars involved down there? One of them is the 16 machine, and there are indeed two cars involved. And again, it's in turn number four. So caution on the course. Going to happen, Sebastian Saavedra into there behind the Honda Pace car, and he's got the fist in the air and there are the twin checkers as Sebastian Saavedra will come across the line as the leader so that's back-to-back -back wins for the AFS team and